Now in this episode of the Parent Cocktail Hour, you're standing because of the packed bus, I'm mm. sitting, and then he points at both of us. Like, you, you guys should get married. You guys should get you married. You guys need to get you married. You guys need to get and married. And he was drunk out of his face. Yeah. But to think like, when he said that, it clicked with both of us. Like, okay, like we that knew that that not, was just a we, that's not a coincidence. Yeah, we knew that wasn't. It was just so weird, and there was so many so many things like that. Yeah, happening. so many things like that start happening very very regularly. So at that mm. point in time, it was like it was a very loud message from God. Go and get married. Yeah. So we did. We did. Welcome to the Parents Cocktail Hour. I'm Michael, and this is my. I'm blessing. Okay, oh. I'll just go. I was about to give you a really like extravagant introduction, like the wonderful, the great, the good looking, the sexy, the phenomenal. Oh, oh wow! No, carry on, carry on. No, 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 it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Welcome to the parent cocktail hour, guys. My wife and I have created this podcast for all those other young parents out there who like to have a bit of a old parents. We don't discriminate. Okay. Old parents, you're included too. We like to have a bit of a booze up when the kids go to sleep. Like um, our first one is right now and our younger one is trying to go to sleep right now. He's fighting sleep. He's fighting sleep. But yeah, um, do you want to add anything? What well, to expect? Expect a little bit of profanity, a little bit of TMI. Yeah. 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 Okay. There you go. Bye. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. 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 Oh, I said your line. Sorry. Wagwapams. Kinichiwa. Kinichiwa. Komastas. Shash and shit. What was I saying? Nihama. You know what, yeah, guys? So this morning, because Michael was trying to be my friend again, he has decided to now learn Chinese Mandarin. Wait, wait. You think me learning Chinese is a ploy to beg friend? Yeah. Bruv. You think too highly. Too highly of my love. <laughs> well, basically, the plan is as soon as the before you start, yeah, I need to go and make cocktails. Okay, it's Saturday night. It's time. So, what we're having today? Actually, no, I'll let you decide. Do you want a porn star martini or do you want an espresso martini? Uh, I've got. I'm teaching some Chinese today, so probably an espresso martini. But I'm not sure. Is it going? Is the espresso martini sweet though? Yeah, it's sweet, and it's also got like a nice coffee kick. Okay, let me have that. But it'll also fuck you up. Mm. I mean, I don't want to be drunk. You know what? Give me the. Give me sip the, it. Just sip it. Give me no. Give me the porn star one, because that's sweet, isn't it? Yeah, but that will get fruit. you really drunk, and that will get you tired. Because okay, it's full okay. of sugar. Okay, give me the espresso one then. All right, we'll do espresso martinis. And then okay. I'm gonna and then I'm actually gonna have a try. <laughs> Whatever you want. I'm out. Be back. I'm listening. Yeah, so guys. Basically, um the plan is is well as you guys know, well you might not know, I've been attempting to learn Mandarin for the past I'd say three years now, probably more. Um, I'm really bad at it. I, I'd say I'm really bad at it, but it's just that I haven't um, mastered the tones yet. So it just seems like I'm really bad because I haven't mastered the tones. Um, and a, another thing is I haven't actually had physical lessons. Like I've been speaking to... I've, I basically have pen pals. So I've been speaking to two... Um, people um, in china for ages now we speak every single week um for about an hour so i speak for to two chinese people i'll just say for two hours a, a, um, a week and then 
when I'm not um, studying, when I'm not doing it with them, I'm most likely playing on the app. I've got an app called Hello Chinese. Um, I've also got an app um, that I, it's called Inflow, where I practice the characters and things like that. So I'm quite familiar with characters um, and I'm somewhat competent at basic Chinese in my personal opinion and the reason why I say I'm not um, I'm only competent at it and not necessarily I haven't advanced or I haven't developed I haven't progressed at all in the past three years because when I'm studying when I'm um, practicing with these guys um, with the Chinese guys I'm pretty much teaching them English instead of them helping me with my Chinese um, so it's just been one-sided for ages now and like I've told you guys maybe last week or two weeks ago I've been teaching I'm teaching Chinese students English because I've realized that's what I've been doing anyways for the past three or so years with my two friends I also do their proofreading and all that type of stuff because English was their major so I used to help them out proofreading and all that type of stuff and they knew I was a very busy person but they're like blessing blessing can you do me a favor and then like two hours later I'm still reading this freaking essay yeah <laughs> it's so freaking jarring but anyways so I thought okay I might as well be I might as well make that another one of my side hustles so um I realized with my side hustle when um, I'm speaking to these Chinese students obviously I do it throughout the night and stuff I've got I've got like four lessons this um after this after we record this podcast um when I'm speaking to them they're like naga 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 <laughs> and that's what <laughs> Um, and they say loads of other things and I'm just like yeah I think I need to actually have some proper lessons so that I can understand these people a bit more because m most of the time when I'm trying to like describe colors I can say to them you know this is red and this is black and but I try to have um, I try to create more of an English only environment for them so that they are almost immersed and forced to immersed and forced to actually learn the language in a way and I've seen progress with my students in the sense of I've taught one student that didn't understand a word I was saying from the beginning and then after a month she was saying I don't know or she was saying yes um I do or you know writing yes I do and yes I have and I have a cat and these sentences I was like wow I'm so proud of you so like I've realized that it's probably a bit more beneficial for me to understand Mandarin a little bit more. So I've decided to actually pay for lessons. I'm a cheapskate, guys. Like, I have to just own it at I mean, this point. For someone who is cheapskate, you're paying for lessons. Free. Yeah, this is a big deal. It's actually a big deal, guys. Like, <laughs> I thought that I could um, successfully learn Mandarin, which is one of the hardest languages in the world, by just speaking to pen pals um native speakers and don't get me wrong I've learned a lot from the language um, I've learned a lot of the language but I wouldn't say that I've been able to successfully retain the knowledge so what my plan is is I'm going to have three or four lessons a week now and really just go ham and just try to like um to dedicate at least 45 minutes because the adult lesson is about 45 minutes so I'm going to try to do about 45 minutes a day um and um really try my best to progress um 
there's one thing that I've said I'm going to do. I said I'm going to learn a language every decade. So this decade, so I'm going into 30 next year. Next year, I'm going to be 30. So the plan is 30 to 40, I'm going to master Mandarin. Hopefully, I'll become fluent and... I will hopefully be able to have normal conversations with a Chinese person and they'll understand me and not be like, Naga, or what the, what the figure are you saying? And then my 40 to 50 decade, I'm going to learn French. And then my 50 to 60 decade, I'm going to learn Spanish. And then 60 to 70, I just decided I want to do Russian. It's just random. So that's basically what I want to do. Pardon, babes? No, I'm just the, uh, espresso. Yeah. So that's basically what I'm going to do, guys. Um, I just want to... Thank you. Oh, you've even put it in the espresso glass and all sorts. Yeah, Mike. Guys, Mike's a glass holder. I don't know if you know this. No one knows this. Mm. Oh, wow. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, bye. Oh, that's lovely. So I had, I made that coffee and let that kind of marinate for a little bit. That's really nice. Like, like half an hour before the show. And then, um, wow. Pick the espresso, that is yeah, really nice. That is really nice. Okay. So. And there was more. Yeah, that's really nice. So, um, what was I saying before the drink came? Oh my gosh. So yeah. So I'm going to try my best to actually learn this language properly now. So what I'm going to do, I think the best thing is to have my three sessions a week and then speak to my pen pals. So there's no point me just, and by the way, these pen pals, I think it's been more than three years because they've been there. I've known them since I, before I was a mother. So no, it's probably been about three years. Hmm, about four. Since Overbury. Since Overbury, since we lived in... A, because, basically, they knew when I was pregnant with Ivan, and they, you know, they're very much... Um, they, 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 you know, like... They've been there through all the journey, through all the experiences. Um, when, I was, when I was planning um, the... Um, destination renewal they knew all that we would have a good chin wag about stuff like that and I was thinking you know what this is why they're able to um, improve their English but my Chinese just wasn't improving there was one time one time when um, we went to a soft play place and um, Ivan was speaking Chinese because Ivan watches like this Chinese show called Pororo and I think that's probably why um, you know he's quite he can he watches Chinese shows and he laughs and he, you know, says some, says Chinese words and things like that. So he was speaking Chinese to this Chinese girl because at the time he wasn't, only, he wasn't really speaking any English. He was only speaking Chinese. And I remember when we took him to nursery, when he first started nursery, they were like, um, what language does he speak? And we were like, we think he's speaking Mandarin because that's his, his favorite show is Chinese so they're like okay well we need to get him speaking more English so they they so they were like on a mission to make sure that he'll speak and now he speaks you know really well like mommy I'm tired mommy I want to sleep <sighs> blah 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 all that stuff mm -hmm. so um there's this so this Chinese girl I don't know if we've told you but Ivan's very flirty he loves girls so he was like 13 he doesn't discriminate <laughs> Ivan loves loves women man yeah he doesn't discriminate Jeez. so basically and his brother does too 
Um, Mateus, yeah. yeah. He has a thing for He for has a thing for, for blondes, yeah. So basically, so um, Ivan was chatting up this girl. This girl was following him everywhere in the soft place, soft soft play place. Then the mum... Um, it was the grandma at the time. Was it a grandma? It looks like the grandma. She, well, you're kind of assuming, but... She, I mean, she did look quite old. I mean, she was... But I, she but she she said she's her she said the mum she said that she is her mum she's like my daughter in Chinese she said that my daughter in Chinese so I don't understand why it would be well do does the daughter and granddaughter mean the same thing is it just a matter of context at the time my brain translated it as daughter mm-hmm. I honestly can't remember anymore but my brain translated it as daughter we end up having a full-blown conversation and i was just like i was impressing myself at that present time and i keep telling you you need to you need to you need to speak to these things more often man you need to speak a lot more chinese and i think you know a lot more than you believe mm, but yeah so that time i was just in, i was in shock i was just like i engaged i had a full-blown conversation with this woman then mike was like why doesn't she just become your new bestie i was like nah fam. why not First things first, I'm very antisocial. Mm-hmm. I'm very antisocial, and it's funny because when I met you, you were very uh, not antisocial. No, when you met me, I was keeping up with the Joneses, and I was just a student that wanted to wave. And I had one friend at the time, and then I effed it up at the time, and then I end up just being with you. You end up being my only friend. I end up being antisocial. You make it sound like such a bad thing. No, no, <laughs> no. But what happened is, I didn't really have friends, and the reason why I said I didn't really have friends is because when I just when like I stopped raving and all that stuff, all mm. of my friends disappeared. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Yeah, they were just around for the ride. They weren't friends. They were just my raving friends. I guess you have friends for everything, isn't it? You have friends. Mm-hmm. And so at the time, I thought I had. <laughs> bless you. Excuse me. You are blessed. <laughs> you are blessed. Anyways, guys, this is Whoa. this is this has just been a big digression. Yeah. The main thing I was trying to say is that to this morning, because we were talking about how, <laughs> bless you. Uh, I've just picked up a random cold, so I'll be randomly sneezing through the episode. Because My apologies we were, in advance. Because we were talking about putting, um, starting, um, well, Ivan was going to start Chinese lessons at five. We were talking about putting Ivan in Chinese lessons at five, Mandarin yeah. lessons. Yeah. And then obviously when Mateus turns five, he's going to start doing Chinese le- um, Mandarin lessons as well. So Mike was like, well, I don't want to be the only one in the family that's not doing. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. I was just like, well, yeah, I might as well jump on. Yeah. But I think it was also because you realized that. I mean, I, I guess at the back of my mind, in my back of my subconscious mind, there, there is that element that. Um, you don't want to be left they out. Could, they could be a little bit of a But by the way, I'm not trying to be funny or anything. I don't like to say I told you so, but I told you so because I said this ages ago. I said, no matter what, both any, I said, if we have one, I said, if we have two kids, three kids, four kids, five kids, 20 kids, all of them are going to know, all of them are going to learn Chinese. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I said, all of them are going to learn Chinese. They're all going to learn Spanish. They're all going to learn French. They're all going to learn um, how to play blimmer piano. And if we have boys, even in fact, even if we have a girl, um, they're all going to learn the bloody saxophone because that's my favourite instrument and that's what I want them to play for me every Mother's Day and my birthday, mm-hmm. yeah? I want them to create a, a cutesy little piece for me and make that be my 
alarm clock on my birthday and Mother's Day, just like I'm the Queen of Zamunda, like Hakeem from coming coming to America, how he had a whole orchestra wake him up. I want I want my own mini orchestra to wake me up on my birthday. In this house, in this family, you are the queen. I am. You're the only only yeah. woman in this family. Yeah. So so now because we know, I'm sorry, but my womb is closed. Yeah. Mm. Unless God decides to descend from heaven Himself and say you're going to have a girl. Yeah. So the boys are going to learn Mandarin, Spanish, French, and because their school insists on it, Latin. I think it's a dead language. Cool. I don't understand, but I mean, not? you know, why not? Why not learn a dead language? Uh, and Which you, means and it's less. It's less common that not everyone's going to speak it. It's absolutely dead. I don't mm. understand the need of for it, but whatever. And. You said that you're going to start speaking more Yoruba at home. Yeah, which I've started. So It's a little hope, bit harder than I anticipated, but... I've put an alarm on our phones. So we have Yoruba hour. And then on the weekends, we have Yoruba for three hours. So Mike's supposed to speak to us in Yoruba. I don't know. I don't understand. However... You here, do understand. I, okay, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop. Here's the thing, yeah. My brain has selective memory. Okay, so sometimes, so I was watching one of my friend's Insta stories and he decided to speak in Yoruba throughout his whole Insta story and I was in stitches just laughing because I understood everything he was saying and it was actually hilarious. So there was one time when my brother said that he went out on a, um, he had a club night and he was plastered and then there was a guy speaking Yoruba to him and then he started responding in Yoruba. Which I think is absolutely freaking something else. That's insane. We can all do that. That's absolutely insane. I'm sure if I got you drunk enough, you start busting Yoruba right now. You, I told you that I have dreams in Yoruba, though, didn't go. I? So you do know more. I have, it shows that you're familiar with it. Mm, I have dreams in Yoruba and I have dreams in Mandarin, which is absolutely insane because in my because that makes me think that one, my subconscious actually knows more Mandarin that I, mm-hmm. than I think I do. Mm-hmm. And two, I think at some point in my life, because I am now going to get lessons, I'm going to be absolutely fluent in that language. So yeah, so um, I, want to be flu- I want to be fluent before the boys start so that I can start speaking it a little bit more around the house. Mm-hmm. And because daddy said he can start learning as well, we're going to both be doing the lessons so what's going to happen is i'm going to um oh so i gave daddy all the apps that i have so he's going so he downloaded you are talking to a grown-up set i know so <laughs> really excited so I, t- I gave mike all of the um apps that i use so he's downloaded hello chinese he's downloaded inflow he's downloaded hello talk and I've downloaded Pleco. And he's downloaded Pleco, which is the Chinese dictionary. dictionary. So I said to him, oh, if you randomly just want to send me like a, um, like a voice note, or if you want to randomly send me like um, a note saying, oh, I want to buy this or whatever. Um, um, and, and, and he was like, why would I want to do that? I'm like, it's called practice. It's the True. whole point. It's True. called practice. True. So I'm actually really excited that... Mike's, I was going to call you daddy again. I'm really excited that Mike's, um, like, daddy. I'm really excited that Mike's decided. <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> to, I'm really excited that Mike's decided to learn because now it would actually help me 
get better because then both of us can speak to each other in Chinese and then what can happen is we can speak to each other in Mandarin and then cuss out people in front of them and they won't even know which I love that's always been my thing like I've always wanted to have a language that I can literally cuss people out in front of them and they won't even know I'm really a horrible person <laughs> we're essentially we're essentially dialing up the the language game in the fam so I'm uh, dialing up the Yoruba trying to get more more used to it and, and and you said that you're going to do the whole decade language thing with me. Yeah. Isn't well that cute, Russian guys? Well, I'm 60. Why not? <laughs> Isn't that sick? Why not? I, Why think, not? I think that's really cool because now... So essentially, we're starting with Mandarin now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we're starting with Mandarin now. So we're going to be learning Mandarin for the next decade. Next decade. And then, and then soon, we'll be able to kind of like make little Chinese podcasts. Oh, like a Chinese market for the Chinese market. Yeah. Ah, konnichiwa. No, that's, <laughs> no, that's, that's Japanese, Japanese love. Oh my yeah, gosh. Clearly got the best. Oh, yeah. but, well, you don't worry, babe. You, still, uh, you yeah. haven't started. You only you only uh, decided to do that this um, today. Yeah, clearly got it's, a way to go. It's not your fault. Don't worry. <laughs> he he literally only opened up the app today and he was practicing peeing, which was so cute. So um, yeah, don't worry, guys. He he. That's Japanese. Which here's a little small like tidbit. I did actually study Japanese, isn't it, babes? For about so actually, we both did it. No. Back, back, yeah. We decided to go to a couple classes. Yeah, well, Westminster. we started together. And we then started together and they, and they you, you had a pen pal. Yeah, I got a pen pal. Mike, I didn't. Mike just didn't. And I... Um, I picked, but that's but this pen pal was a little bit more effective, and she only spoke to me in Japanese. Mm. So it got to the point where I was actually able to understand Japanese. And it, but the thing about a language, um, like, the thing about languages is you need to be consistent. Yeah. And I, um, I decided that I just was just like gonna, anything in life. I yeah. Guess. So I decided actually I want to learn Mandarin <laughs> instead. Um, but the reason why I decided to learn Mandarin instead of Japanese and continue with my Japanese journey is because my. <sighs> My pen pal decided to go back to Japan. And at the time, I just was like... Wasn't your pen pal also a bit of a, of a language whore? She, she was. like teaching like 20, 20 other, other people. people. And I was like... Hello, you're meant to be mine exclusively? Yeah. <laughs> I'm teaching you English? <laughs> Plus, by the way, guys, I was like, okay, so these two other people, because you had two other guys. I feel like this is too much coffee for me. It's lovely. I love it. There's two other guys here. And I was like, okay, so are they English? Are they native English speakers? She's like, no, they're Italian. And then I said, send me a voice note of them. They can even speak proper English. So I'm like, fam, you are being screwed over. Exactly. I was like, what is this? I just didn't people understand. Just, the people are just ingrates, isn't it? They don't Absolute really ingrates. What they have, and what you know what? Have. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. She made me, um, what pissed me off the most about it. Mm. She was a master student, English master student. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many freaking essays I had to read for her? Why are all these people trying to make me read their bloody essays? Well, so she, Am she I also made you read an essay? I read at least five of her bloody essays. I'm not lying. So when I found out, I'm like, get your freaking other pen, pen pals to freaking read your essays. My man got bare emotional, bruv. I got, yeah, I'm territorial. I'm a very territorial person. This is why I, in my life, require one husband. <laughs> one, <laughs> one, one brother. I'm grateful with my one brother. Thank you very much. And one bestie, my 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 was um, the husband. Literally, I don't need I don't need that many. I'm a very simple person. I'm very simple. I'm very territorial. As soon as my um, as soon as my, my plus, I, plus I couldn't think you could handle two of me. And no, 
Uh, like as soon well, as there's only one of me, but you could have had all two husbands. Yeah, as soon as like, like my... I don't know how you see the back, how the, how people used to do it back in the day with twenty million wives. Ah, I don't even understand. Like when I, whenever my friend she starts talking about other friends, I'm like, um, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, who's this, this person? Who's <laughs> basically who's this other bitch? I don't like her. I don't like her already. <laughs> Stop talking about her name. <laughs> I'm talking about her. Her name shall not be mentioned in our conversations. I'm, you know what? Yeah, I'm. I'm so petty. I'm just like she's now. Um, she's now the, the one who shall not be named. Yeah, we have a book as well of people who. Oh uh, my gosh! In in this house, we got literally a black book of people that cannot be named in this, in this house. They should not. They should not never, come up in conversation. Like if we if ever, not, if, if one of if if one of us bring them up. It actually would provoke anger. Yeah, we're just like, um, you know that that person's not to be named. We know we know better than to bring <laughs> out the people from the list of those who shall not be named. <laughs> those that shall not be named. <laughs> so whenever my friend starts talking about, um, all her, I'm like, oh, she met a friend. Pardon, you, you, she made a new friend, P- Kinney. You know, why do you need other friends? You got me. <laughs> yeah, why? Why the hell are you meeting new people? <laughs> why are you? Why are you pursuing friendships? Am I not good enough? For am you? I? Am I not enough? Like I'm a lot of women. I'm a lot of me. Come on, you ingrate. <laughs> like really, <laughs> you really trying to pursue friends? Like what is this? Like no, don't. And if you're trying to make friends, I don't want to know about it. Thank you very much. Don't don't tell me about that. No, I don't. I don't care. I don't care. Don't tell me about that person. Thank you. Very, I don't, think, very I don't much. think people are aware of blessing when when she loves someone. Territorialism is, it's real, bro. <laughs> it's real. That's why I'm grateful. I've only got one brother because honestly, if my if if we had another sibling, I don't know. I, Surely you'd be fond of both siblings, though. Eh. You don't think? I don't know. There's, you know what? Yeah, I feel like within like families. Everyone has their person, isn't it? Mm. Like, you, let's say there's a family of five. There's always that one that's left out. Mm-hmm. Or if it's like a family of like four, then they've got the two will have, they'll be like, they'll be pairs, isn't it? They'll mm-hmm. pair themselves out yeah. kind of thing. So I like, I've got my brother and I don't really need anyone else. Yeah. It's fine. And my brother's very, he's hes a good, I, I'm sorry, but I need to put my hand up and say, I've been blessed with a really good brother. He's loyal. Mm-hmm. Both of us are loyal to each other. There's times when we'll like be both like doing some nonsense at school, be throwing away those letters so mom don't get them. <laughs> <laughs> for, like, okay, Jay, look out for these letters. Okay. And then okay. One, when mom found out you oh hid my the letters. God. And that's when sibling loyalty drew the line. Yeah, no, no. This is what will happen. Yeah. You know what? We respect each other in it. Because let's say um she found out because there was one time when there was a time when she found out that I was for um, no that we were getting rid of the letters for Jay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he was like blessing knew about these letters, throwing me under the bus. No, he took those beats like a man. <laughs> <laughs> and for that I'll always love you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't like, because my mom looked at me and said, princess, because my mom called me princess, did you know about this? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have, I, have a, I have a sister that I'm really close to as well. She lives in the States. And um, yeah, similar things happened mm-hmm. in our house where, uh, for example, if, um, if a letter came, we kind of hide the letter. But good thing, we're lucky because like, it's not like when parents even came, the teacher's, asked if we received letters they just never got mentioned really and um yeah obviously has as you are close to siblings I, i'm a one of uh, one of five and um um obviously the eldest of five but the set one i'm close to were like a year apart and um 
Yeah, yeah, we just like used to hold each other secrets. There was one time which infuriated me that, um, and if she's listening to this, sorry, but hey, um, that uh, I caught her on the corner of our of our road on the main street, snogging her boyfriend like like she had no inhibitions. <laughs> I, I caught her and I was like, and oh, he's you? from a strict Bruh, Like <laughs> I mean, you'll hear soon enough, but bro, like yeah, it's deep and. Um, yeah, she was just snogging her boyfriend just out on the street with no inhibitions. And like yoloing her life. Like, for proper yoloing. Like, do you know if you get caught, you're like, actually going to you be can dead. Get killed. As in, like, you will be murdered and like, then they'll just say you was like, sent to it Nigeria. Was serious. Like, <laughs> so when I caught her, I was like, what are you doing? Like, are you, are you what are you doing? <laughs> Seriously. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, that, that never got spoken of. And then, you know, when I used to, when I, I used to go out with this girl, sorry, babe, I used to go out with this um, girlfriend when I was like in year nine and uh, she wasn't like, like she was like this, she was this uber bad girl. She was known by the extended family that she was, she was a spoiled brat. Like she was rude. She used to back chat to her mother. She was like this, she was just a spoiled. However, you know me, I had got a thing for bad girls. So um, I liked to relax each other. What do you mean you know me? <laughs> I'm not a bad girl. I mean, you know. I think when Mike met me, he thought I was a bad girl because I used to go out raving all the time. No, so all over, my, all over my, all over my, my. It's just Facebook. that you know you're 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 powerful, outspoken, strong-willed. Oh, thank that's, that's you. Been, that's been the trend of okay. women. I like minus one, but hey, we won't <laughs> talk about that one. Um, <laughs> um, babe, you you actually broke the rule. Yeah, but I didn't mention the name. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mention the name. <laughs> Shit. Anyways. Um, yeah, so and I used to go out with her, but obviously in our house, when you have a boyfriend, you don't you don't announce it, you just kind yeah. of keep it within your pair. So yeah. yeah, she never told. And then the day my dad found out, um, she was like, What? But but she was my friend. That, that's impossible. <laughs> Shut up. You knew her too. <laughs> And then we both got grounded because really? I had a girlfriend. Yeah, the thing is, That's yeah, a story and a half, one thing that I have to give my mum props for, yeah, is she actually encouraged loyalty. Like for her, it was kind of like, oh no, you know what? I know she knew that me and my brother knew everything about each other, mm. and um, and she never ever expected us to to kind of like grasp each other up. She wouldn't say. Blessing, I know that you know this, or Johnson, I know that you know this. She'll mm. never say that. She knew that we both knew about everything, mm-hmm. but she kind of expected us to keep it amongst ourselves, anyways. In yeah, a way, true civility. Because, because I, because I feel like that built such a foundation in our relationship that through everything, there was a time when, obviously, when um, there was a time when I never spoke to my brother, mm-hmm. but um, but through most, mostly everything, me and my brother have been absolutely close. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Today we're gonna give you guys a bit of an insight into our relationship, guys. Yes. It's gonna be a deep one, so you know. Get I your whiskeys out. Get some. It's definitely get something your you, you out. need. Something hard. It's, we're about need, to go really deep. You need hard liquor, and I know that you're most likely on the train. I'd say that you should get off the next stop and buy some liquor. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, don't do that. No, no. Um, it's 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 quite deep. I no, don't but know. I mean, we we think you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's time to go a bit deep, it's, just to kind of yeah. let it's, you know who we really are. So this is this is the point where we're gonna take off the alter ego. Yeah, and become real people for just, a second. Yeah, because this podcast is completely our, our our alter egos, and what I mean by that is, in real life, we um, obviously 
I, I say obviously, but we 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 don't do that much profanity at mm. all, to be honest. And I feel like when we listen back to the podcast, I cringe listening to my alter ego. Honestly, it's just it just makes me cringe. I think your alter ego is just she's wild, man. <laughs> we need to name her. Maybe we should. I maybe think, we should like rename ourselves. I think I feel like my alter ego is definitely G Bems. Remember. No, the UFC fighter. Yeah, the UFC fighter. No, no, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like as soon as the kids go down, it's like mummy and daddy go to sleep and the, you know, B and M come out to play. B and M. I don't know. Ooh, B and M. I don't even want us to go into that conversation because you know, you know where I'm going with it. But anyway, (laughs) anyways, um, yeah, so we've got a deep story to tell you guys. Where do we start? I think we should start from the beginning. So when we first met. One the winter's evening. Okay, so when we first met. By a mutual friend. By a mutual friend. Basically, I text my mother. By the way, I think I've met the one. Wait, wait, wait. You've jumped way No. From, if you want to tell from the beginning, you might as well stay in chronological order or at least indicate no, when you're moving forward. because basically, we're telling them, we're letting them understand. Do you want us to tell them the whole story as in, us from where we when we met we need to summarize obviously you summarize and then i start and i'll start the deep part no no i think we should we should you okay so if you want to start from the beginning from the point you text your mother then we obviously have to summarize before then okay so the summary is mike and i met Mm -hmm. we both we met through a mutual friend we met through a mutual friend which is very very that's an important fact we started speaking and i'd say that pretty much instantly we knew that this is it. This is absolutely it. I knew at the, like the first time I spoke to him, I knew absolutely that I was going to spend the rest of my life with this person. And I'm not even a, I, before I met Mike, I didn't believe in love. And I know it sounds crazy, but I absolutely didn't believe in love. I had no plans of getting married. And I did say at this age, keep in mind guys that I was about 19. <laughs> I said that if I was going to get married because I was um, an actress, um, I said, if I was going to get married, it would be for business purposes. Mm. So my plan was, if I'm going to get married, it would be simply so I can marry a producer or like a film director or something, get myself into a movie or so, divorce him, make sure after I get my Oscar, keep it moving. <laughs> because I just thought love doesn't exist and there's no point trying to pursue love because mm. it doesn't exist. I, on the other hand... Uh... It's quite opposite to that. I, opposite. I believed in love and I seeked love in every relationship I could, I, I was in. So the first relationship I was in, I guess the one relationship I really do remember was in year nine back at school. And um, I really took it seriously. I really thought I was going to marry this girl that was, you know, I was in what, 14. Um, and, you know, we went out for, for, you know, a year and then, then, then anyway we ended up going out right up to college and um i really you know really did think you know i'll spend the rest of my life with this person and obviously life happened breakups happen um and then i found myself at uni again in the same cycle looking for love and obviously before i met blessing i was clearly looking in all the wrong places but um i believed in marriage i always wanted to be married i've always i've always dreamt of being married and having a family and you know living the family life and um yeah uh so uh, yeah opposite to blessing i I wanted love like if i could find love my my dream was to find love early and to live it early and it's funny because when i met mike he said he wanted four kids 
Um, which is funny now. <laughs> which is ironic now because I'm content with just the two we got. Because four is a lot. Two is a lot. <laughs> One was a lot. <laughs> um, and I said to him that I only want one. Mm. So, and that's because at the time I wasn't even open to even, at the time I wasn't even thinking about having one, but I just trying to be open because this guy said he wanted four. So it just sounded mad for me to say I don't want any kids. I didn't want it to be like, well, okay, that's going to be a deal breaker. Seeing as he said he wants oh, four. Oh, that, that would have been a deal breaker. Yeah, that would have been a deal breaker. You could have been the most amazing woman in the world. Yeah. The second you went, I don't want kids. And, uh, sorry, babes. Yeah. So I just this said, wasn't meant to so be. I said, I want one. And he goes, oh, I'm sure I can convince you to have more. That's actually what you said. And no. then we decided to have, then we had a conversation and you said, let's meet in the middle. You said five. And you're, five. you said five. And then you you're wanted me- two. I said, I, no, I said, I said one and I said, I can stretch to two. Then you said, okay, let's meet in the middle. Have four. four. So yeah. for you, meeting in the middle was four. Technically yeah. meeting in the middle should have been five. But no, I, mean, I mean, three, I mean, three. Yeah, but I mean, and then um, Ivan was born and I saw and I experienced the, the childbirth for the first time. And I thought, okay, <laughs> let's do three. And then um, Ivan grew legs. <laughs> and then Matthias arrived and I thought, do you know what? Two's fine. I'm happy with two. <laughs> However, you know, if God gives us a third, I'll, I'll deal with it. But um, We're, you know what's I'm not funny, seeking a third. Guys, we, up to this point, this is TMI, but you guys are used to it at this point. Up to this point, we've never used condoms. We've now started to use condoms. Because I've got a strong pull-out game. In fact, <laughs> the fact that we even use condoms right now, is just it's just an experiment because I just wanted to feel what skin condoms take, feel like. And they are bloody amazing. This is not an endorsement, but they're good. Um, <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> I'm up. <laughs> No, um, but no, for like, for the longest, I've had a strong product game. We've never had no scares, mm. never had unwanted pregnancies, unplanned, no abortions, yeah. no last minute pills or anything like yeah. For, for 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 almost a decade, yeah. I've had strong pull out game, yeah. and we've only got two children that were planned. Yeah, so um, we planned the, those kids. My pull out game is strong, so yeah, we <laughs> only use condoms. It's TMI about it, okay? We only use condoms <laughs> because I was curious to to, to try okay, the. Okay, um, let's, focus, let's focus on this the, because this is going to be a yeah, yeah, long yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, let's go, 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 go. Yeah. So, where where were we? Um, so, so I was always seeking love. Yeah, you didn't like. Love. I didn't. Yeah. So basically, when I met Mike. And it just felt right. And God told me, this guy is your husband. It was very blatant, guys. And uh, likewise. Yeah. For the first the first evening I spoke with Blessing was over Skype. Well, we had been talking casually um, before that. And um, it was like over what, MSN at the time MSN. and text. Yeah. But the first time, like, I saw her face. And, like, she was, like, you know, ready for bed, durag wrapped up. Sipping some holics. The, the light horlicks as well weird person but hey <laughs> and um she was just quirky and it just i felt like that that it was like a stupid like stupidly like loud voice saying she is the one mm. and at the time at the time to myself i was like i mean coming from a roller coaster just just you know not too long before um i, I didn't feel skeptical i was like cool yeah it feels right i'm gonna mm. do it yeah you know? so basically what i then um decided to do was I text my mother and keep in mind guys that I've kept any form of relationships from my mother. I didn't tell my, yeah, Nigerians, Nigerians don't tell their parents that they're in relationships. You tell your parents you're engaged. That's literally it. When you're like, (laughs) (laughs) when you're, when you finish, when you finish 
school and everything like that you you like finished university and you've got a job and all that then you tell your parents you've graduated in fact if you're in uni and you've told them that you're in a relationship they'll be like i didn't send you to school for yeah that's you. that's where you fucked up but then but then when you're but then but they expect you immediately once you graduate where's your husband Mm-hmm. That's literally the question that they ask you immediately once you've graduated. Okay, next is marriage. Where's your husband? But, I guess know, that I guess that's more a female thing because yeah. for my case, uh, when I kind of indicated that I met you, I was like, okay, let's see how it goes. Yeah, you know, maybe don't try to get too serious now. Make sure you maybe you should wait to like the final year so you'll be serious. You know. Yeah. So so basically, when I'm second at, year babies. So when I so so when I told my mum, my mum didn't take it too well. And then I sent my brother a text saying, yeah, I've, I've, I've messed up. <laughs> and he was like, what did you do? I said, I told mom that I've found the one. And basically, my brother was like, why the F did you do that? You know, mom doesn't. <laughs> she just didn't take it too well. So basically, guys, I'm going to go into it. What she ended up doing was she ended up like sending messages to people on Facebook. For some reason, she started saying that Michael was a freshie and wanted my my passport. If anybody's a freshie in this relationship, it's me. I was born in Nigeria. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And then she, um, she was sending, she found out she, my mom's really good at research. That's where I got it from. So she managed to get Michael's details, Michael's family details. I sent it like hate messages and things like that. And it was a real crazy time. It was crazy. Um, and then I stopped talking to my mum. I just cut her off. And basically, after a few years of me not speaking to my mum, was it a few years? I'll, I'll say it was a long time. It's about about a couple of years. A couple of years. After a few years of me speaking, not speaking to my mum, I spoke to my mum and I said to her, reason because she was like getting everybody now to try to beg me to speak to her and stuff she because my the way my mom which is, is very uncommon for a nigerian mother yeah mind you i keep telling you this yeah so um i spoke to my mom my mom she has the 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 thing is with her old age she's she doesn't shy away from apologizing which i am grateful for which again is very rare from yeah a nigerian when mother, she was from when, she, when she was period. younger she, she ain't apologizing for ish but keep in mm. mind that now i'm out of the house she, the only way she can um, be, the only way for her to get me to be civil is by her apologizing for her f ups. So she apologized, and I said to her, to her, the reason why I didn't speak to you is because one, this guy, I know he's the one, and two, um, the way you handled it was crazy. And she said to me, I'm sorry. It, the way that I handled it is bec- um, the reason why I handled it that way is because I instantly had fear that you. Um, I, it, it basically she it, it, it had always been my mother me and my brother so just the three of us and, um, and she had just come out from she just had a um, she had literally just divorced as well had a divorce so she was still kind of like bruised from that relationship and she said that she was scared that I was going to go through what she had gone through and she also was scared that um, she was also scared that it was no longer going to be the three of us anymore because now I had met somebody and I said look at the end of the day um it can we can always have a good civil grown-up relationship if um if you handled it better 
But now you've missed out on years of me being able to tell you how my relationship's been and things like that. And, you know, um, I would have loved to be able to share things with you. You know, Mike and I have traveled with you know, been enjoying life kind of thing. I would have loved to share that with you, but because of the way you handled the situation, I couldn't, I didn't have a, there was not, um, there wasn't a safe environment for me to mm. do so. So basically that, that conversation led to her just being kind of like, you know what, I'm really grateful you didn't listen to me. Michael's an amazing guy. He loves you. It's obvious he's obsessed with you, blah, 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 blah. You know, he's going to, he's going to be an amazing father. In fact, are you using condom? Are you married? I want you guys. And I was like, actually, now that you said that oh no you've you've gone way too far really quickly okay you you know i mean there are there are details in between okay you tell the details okay um gosh blessing man um okay so in amongst all this uh the, the crazy spell um uh i guess i can comment from my side in terms of my family in hindsight, mm. appeared to be very supportive of our relationship. So they were very like, you know, um, open and, open and working with open arms and Blessing was really a part of us. Um, but there, there, there were a few issues where um, at a time when Blessing's mom and her, you know, started, you know, reconnecting, um, my family and her family, I guess, that started getting close, a little bit too close in hindsight mm. now. Um, obviously Blessing for, I, you know, I do admit, you know, she did foresee this. Um, but uh, yeah, they went to, they got a bit too close. That like, you know, going out together, going on holiday, going on holidays together, and it was, you know, in in, excuse me, from my perspective, that was ideal. Um, from a long term perspective, it was not ideal. From blessings perspective, I knew one thousand percent that, that was, should not have happened. In yeah, the first place. I, the, the, when when all of this was happening, I said, Michael, this is this is this, this is, crazy. is not right. This, this is, should this not should be, be happening. happening. And I said that. I said that when something's going to go wrong, something's going to go wrong. Gonna it's fuck always, up everything. Yeah, I said the best thing for everybody is for every for everyone to be civil. Yeah, and we could be nice. Yeah. We could do a Christmas or two together, but that's it. That's it. But um, yeah, but you know, life happens. It's, it's, you 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 go through life and you make you know you make decisions and you know you live with the consequences and unfortunately this this is one of them. Um, so uh, then issue an issue came out with between the family and that kind of divided the family, um, divided both my side and her side, and um, it it almost kind of got in got in, in got in our way. And well, um, oh, one thing I need oh. to mention is prior to this um there was a time as well when my mum took and um, started to look after yeah that was part of the issue yeah. I just, I, we didn't have time to mention that yeah. but yeah those that was actually probably the, the underlying main, the yeah, main issue the that main kind of issue divided the family because the main issue was my mum decided um they there were some issues and there my mum started there was some to issues look after my, yeah my younger brother yeah. and my young brother went to go live with M- my blessings mom, mother which for, i thought for should not happen I said, but yeah you know yeah so anyways at the time shit isn't what it's, yeah so at the time my mum, um, and then my mum was no longer able to look after them. Yeah. Um, and then that, and then that you, caused issues in you his know, family. Like, yeah. So in, in cause we're summarising, obviously, mm. like, long story short, that caused a huge rift yeah. between everybody. Um, prior to this, though, Blessing and I, from the second we met, have always got this really audible sign from God that says, go and get, get married. married. 
And to us, like, it's crazy. Like, you know, we're 20, 21. Yeah. What the hell are we doing getting married? We don't know nothing about getting married. Yeah. Um, what will our parents say? We need to mm. plan a big wedding and to do this. Mm. We still need to do uni and not finish. Mm. All, the, all the physical things you think of, you know, when it comes to marriage start coming into. So we kind of, you know, we procrastinated for like a number of years. So now this issue comes and it's actually, you know, this riff between the families comes and it becomes, it's actually a bigger deal than it is. It's a really big deal. It's a huge deal than it is to, to the extent that there were moments where it affected blessing the relationship because mm. obviously like, you know, you get into debates that you defend one side, I'll defend mm. one side and, you know, before you know it, it comes in between us. So we thought, you know what? Between the between blessing and I, we thought, you know what? God is wanting us to get married from day dot. Like, and obviously at this point in time, there's no point talking things over with our family because they're not going to be on board. Mm. So let's babes, just get married. Let's just get married. Mike literally called me. He was at work and he called me at break, at his, on his break. And he said, babes, let's get married tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, I, I really strongly thought, in my mind, I just thought that, you know, I've, I've wanted this so much and now God has given it to me. There is no way in hell that I'm going to get, I'm going to let an, a stupid issue Excuse me. Um, there's no way I'm going to get let an issue between our families get in between us. Like I, I, I'll marry this woman, woman if I have to because you know I'm not doing anything wrong. So um, I called on my break. I'm like, babe, I got something to say. She goes, what's that? I'm like, let's get married. And she just kind of like paused for a second. And she's like, okay. When she doing? She when she do it? And I was like, you know, me naively, naively said, yeah, let's, let's just do it tomorrow. Let's go to the registry place that's what i refer to yeah. it the time. And let's, just, let's just go and get married like it was that simple um long story short that's not it doesn't take one day it takes a whole month <laughs> because basically in the uk you have to do a booking appointment yeah so you, you have to book your interest of getting married that takes a month and then with and then what they then do is they register your the day that you get married yeah which is a month after the whole booking day it's 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 a really long process just yeah. to get married. It's just I guess it's the government's way of ensuring that you're doing it and you know what you're doing. You're and doing you're being it legit. for the real reasons. Yeah. Um obviously we're doing it for the real reasons. So um lo and behold, on the fourth of October mm. two thousand and eleven, we uh eloped. Yeah, we got married, nobody knew. Nobody knew. We, we took one we won't name the person, yeah. but we took one, one person, person from Blessings Friendship Circle. We took one person from our friendship circle mm. and we drove all the way to Portsmouth and we got married and that was an amazing day yeah it was a very nerve-wracking day for myself because in my line of uh in my line of life that was the most badass thing I've ever done in terms of like you know it is a big deal in itself mm. but like I remember um wanting to go to the toilet so bad and just you know just weeing for like five minutes straight and just the stream just would not stop and I was so nervous but um I mean, we did it and I didn't feel wrong. I felt great and I felt no guilt. I felt like, yeah, and I felt relieved. Mm. Did you feel that relief? Yeah, I felt relieved. I felt like a well. relief, like a, like a whole weight just lifted off my shoulders. And one thing that's quite significant, this is like a little side digression, but um, one of our mentors, um, who was a, an advocate for us getting married, um, said one thing that was really significant. So at the time, we were trying to. Blessing and I have been hustlers from day one. We've, we've said this many times. So the day we met, we met under business circumstances, but, you know, a business has become a part of our life anyway. So we work together as well as do life together. And um, when we met our mentor, 
um, he was, he happened to be a Christian, which was crazy. Also, we met him under some interesting circumstances that nobody should ever do. Okay, so basically what <laughs> happened is, um, how did it happen? LinkedIn. So Link, we were no, looking, yeah, investors. LinkedIn. We're looking for we investors. We were looking for investors. For yeah, we were looking for investors over LinkedIn. For and projects. And for, we came across this guy. And we came across this guy. And then I think I sent him a message. Yeah. And then he said that when I sent him the message, he thought that I was a scam artist because my name, guys, is Blessing Platinum. And yeah, for most people... <laughs> that's another episode. <laughs> yeah, most people think that that's obviously a fake name. So basically he said, because at the time he had been going through some... His own things, his own things. to do with fake names and scams. Yeah, so he thought that I was a scam artist. So then he did some research in me and then figured out that I wasn't. I was, an absolute, I was absolutely a real person. And I... Um, and then he invited Mike and I to come over to his house for the weekend um, for um, a, for All the business the way meeting. In the countryside. So we literally in the middle of nowhere. So we, he has this. He had this. He had this big mansion in the countryside, and we. He said to us, "Come over for the weekend." Um, no, for the for the day. And Mike and I was like, "Okay." Cool. Cool. We'll so book, we we'll literally... Give us your address, we'll go. Give us the address. He, we jumped... To think this is the total stranger. stranger. We met over the internet. So we go... I know people do that every day now. I mean, it's very normal <laughs> it's now, cool. isn't it's it? It's now but normal. Back, what, almost 10 years ago, that's yeah. like mental. Like, yeah. are you crazy? Yeah, it's normal now. And that's how you Tinder, know you're just you're young and random people all the time. That's crazy, by the way. But yeah, <laughs> like us doing that was insane. So mm. we went, this random person... Travelled three hours. Travelled three London. hours. And then he picked us up from the train station. And then he ended up taking us... And all we saw was bush. Bush. There's bush. No, there was just fields. Just fields. <laughs> fields upon fields. And not once did it occur to us like, this this, ma- this guy can be a total psycho. He's going to take us into his backyard and, and chop us up, barbecue us and eat us. And yeah. no one ever heard where, where we went. Yeah. Because we never know, told anyone. We, we never told I mean, we were young. We yeah. were single. We were living life, you know. We, we, literally, we were very yellow at that point in we, time. We yellowed it. Well, you know, if we get barbecues together, at least we get barbecues <laughs> together. I mean, as sick as it sounds, you know. <laughs> but yeah, like, and he ends up becoming a long, lifelong yeah, friend. Yeah, he's a lifelong, yeah, yeah. Love him. So, yeah. So, but yeah, so we're doing this. When so, we met him. He was like. He didn't know that because he saw that we were business partners, mm. but he never knew that we because no he did know we were a couple okay he knew we were a couple oh okay and and then he just paused one day and he went do you know what because he's a christian as well he went like i i have a really strong urge within myself that says like well i feel like god is saying that you guys need to get married i feel like nothing in your life that you're trying to do is going to work out until you guys become one and you know, we looked at him like, is this guy fucking crazy? <laughs> like, are you are you nuts? Literally, yeah. like, who are you? We just met you yeah, for five minutes. Five minutes. I remember we got into our feelings then because we just thought uh, this investment's not happening. And then yeah. we just came out all this way, kind of travel three hours in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And you know, got nothing from it but start for get married. Yeah. So we left that. And you know, I mean, it was an, it was an okay meeting. He kind of helped us kind of like tweak our business plan a bit yeah. more. And you know, long story short, it never happened. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, and then after that, silence just started becoming more and more oh my clear. Gosh. So remember, we was on the bus, was on, the bus. on the bus home, and this drunken guy just came on, stinking of alcohol. Mm. He was like, I remember, I remember very vividly. He was mm. like this Irish guy. I was like, you guys should get married. 
And by the way, guys, we were sitting completely opposite from each other because on trains, I mean, on the buses in London, sometimes oh, it's buses everywhere. You know when it's packed. Mm. So I'm sitting down, and then I'm, and then Mike's now standing, kind of standing, and then we're just talking. It, we we could have literally just been brothers because lots of people think that we look like brothers and sisters sometimes, which that, I don't that, understand. That in itself is strange. But yeah, but like um, we were just talking like normal. There was no mm. lovey doveyness, and this guy literally comes on the train. I mean, on the bus, and he starts pointing at both of us randomly, mm. and it's and those. At this point, by the way, we weren't even talking. We were just, you were standing because of the packed bus. I'm mm. sitting. And then he points at both of us. Like, you, you guys should get married. You guys should get you married. You guys need to get you married. You guys need to get and married. he was drunk out of his face. Yeah. But to think like, when he said that, it clicked for both of us. Like, okay, like. We that knew that that not, was just a. We, that's not a coincidence. Yeah, we knew that wasn't. It was just so weird. And there were so many, so many things like that yeah, happening. Yeah, so many things like that start happening very, very regularly. So at that mm. point in time, it was like, it was a very loud message. From God. Go and get married. Yeah. So. We did. We did. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the marriage story. So yeah. basically, guys, um, we're going to have to fast forward a little bit now. Because obviously it, this is a very long story. It's, it's a, a very long story. story. So fast forward what? So three years. No, we need to fast forward to the point that now, like we had, Mite- um, had, had Ivan. Okay, okay, so fast forward three years. Yeah. Quick bullet points. We told our parents they weren't mad. Mm. They were cool. So we thought. So we and, thought. Uh, <laughs> but no, it no, wasn't no, no, so no, cool. No, 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 no. So your you mother thought. was cool. Yeah. My parents were cool. So I thought. So my, um, but, and I was telling Mike, your parents aren't cool. Mike was never, like, I was never going to listen to but that. But Mike wasn't listening. Yeah. So um, my mom was fully. She was cool. She was absolutely. You know what? Very, because she was telling me stories about how she deliberately got pregnant with me so that she can get married to her husband, um, to to my dad, yeah, and all that stuff, that's which a, is another story. Proper love story there. Yeah. But, you know, one day maybe when we get my mom to explain the story. Yeah. Um, but um, she would love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, she would, isn't oh it? Oh my gosh. We'll probably never end that podcast. <laughs> oh, she could talk. Anyways. You thought blessing and talk. Wow, we should meet her mother. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, mum. Anyways, um, yeah, so um, yeah, so parents are cool. Yeah. They weren't cool. And um, yeah, long story short, we now live in life. It's been five years married. At that point, I think so. Five years, mm. almost six. Well, it would have been yeah, six by the time we renewed our vows. Yeah. So we had birth, we we given birth to Matthias. No, I'm um, sorry, it's Ivan, I beg your pardon. This is what happens when you have multiple <laughs> kids. Um, we had we give birth to um, Ivan and you can carry on. From okay. There. So basically, at this point, I was saying to Mike, because I had been experiencing indirects and passive aggressiveness from his family. Mm. And I was saying to Mike, Mike, your family does not like me and I'm picking this up. And, and Mike, family, when we say family, we're talking specifically like parents. Mike's parents, as in just his mum and dad. So I was like, your mum and dad don't like me and I'm picking this up. And then he was like, no, I think it's just in your head. Yeah. And basically, I would speak to my friend and my friend said, you know what, Blessing, the, the only way that the only way for Mike to really understand this, because it is his family, is for us to pray that God reveals it to him. And you have to remember as well, like, if, if, if you put yourself in my situation, in my, in my shoes, in the sense of like, you have your you have your wife, you have your family. In in an ideal world, again, I'm a man of ideals, I guess. In an ideal world, like everybody gets along, everyone mm. is fine, it's perfect, it's hunky dory. And for what I saw was the way my family typically behaves in terms of like our typical banter cells. I didn't see any difference, mm. and I guess as well, I didn't want to believe that they didn't like her because I just thought it's been so long. Mm. Like, I mean, what? why there's there's no for me there was no reason why not to I mean she's perfect mm. she's driven she's well-mannered she's mm. like she and she makes me happy so 
it, I couldn't comprehend, and I guess anybody in this situation as well, they won't be able to comprehend the fact that, you know, but why? So, you know, mm. Blessing was telling me these signs that she's seeing. Obviously, now in hindsight, you know, I've seen and I've reanalyzed many situations and I've questioned them now. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I didn't want to believe it. The and the thing is, I had been seeing them for years, but I didn't want to mention them at that time because I was thinking, you know what, I don't want to like... Okay, the thing is, guys, my mum had had issues with her, with my dad. And that's why I was brought up without a father, because his family were similar. And I didn't want that for myself. So I was kind of in denial myself, like, no, like, yeah, his family, they're just like this. Mm. But then it, what happened is his, it, they just, it just kept happening. So then I started, and because Mike and I are very transparent with each other, I um, started to mention this. But at the time, Mike and I were going through our own issues. Our because own, our own marriage was own also, mar we also going through our marriage challenges. We were going through marriage challenges in the sense of Mike, um, we were still trying to adapt to the fact that we had just had a baby. So And we had a major communication breakdown. We had a major communication breakdown. Which, which I need to add, sorry, yeah. I just need to add this as a side note, which is... You should, just remember the side note mm. and obviously we have a podcast for a reason mm. um communication for our marriage is like the key thing yeah. it's like what makes it function is this it's the thing that we started with the fact that we've always spoken to each other we've always been frank with each other so if you can imagine we spent all of our adult life talking constantly understanding each other learning mm. how to communicate with one another learning what the other likes and then you know you have a child, which is a great time in our life. Mm. Don't get it wrong; it's a, it's a beautiful time. But then you have a major communication breakdown yeah. on top of passive aggressiveness, on yeah. top of stress with work and terms, yeah. you know, money and moving and things like that. Yeah, you know, we had a major communication breakdown, which started to you know really, really seep into eat, our relationship, really eat our marriage. So basically, we end up getting marriage counselling mm -hmm. and the marriage counselling opened up our eyes to everything there mm. was one particular time when I was speaking to um the pastor's wife in our church and she said she wasn't the, she wasn't our she wasn't the th um, the marriage counsellor but I spoke to her because I was having I had a breakdown because for me we had been together for so long and I and the fact that our relationship just seemed like it was crumbling I was really upset so I went mm. to the pastor in the church and pastor's wife and she said to me by the sounds of it a lot of the issues stem from your fam your pa parents um so she was like as in both of both our, our parents yeah. and, she, and she was like you need to cut them out you need to cut them out literally cut your mother just out, cut, cut your cut his parents cut, out. cut everyone out and just make sure it's you guys against the world yeah. and at the time I was just like uh because at the time Blessing was going through this, in my at the time for me, I was um, okay. Again, I can only speak for myself, but I was going through being a new father, and I had my own fears. My own fears of would I be a good father? Um, how could I provide for my family? And obviously, at the time, I've neglected the fact that I'm also a husband, and so you know, I I, I wouldn't see that at the time. I just saw this as Blessing just being you know being crazy. Yeah, um, and he was using that word quite often. Like, by the way, you know, guys. just been crazy, like. Can you just get a grip of yourself already? But obviously, like, you know, when we got counsel, then we... The good thing about counselling, which I really appreciate, and I'd highly recommend counselling for yeah. other people, is that in when you're in that environment, you're forced to sit down and listen to the other person because yeah. you're not in an argument situation. Yeah. Excuse me. You can't talk over the other person. You're forced to sit down and listen to the other person, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And, you know, you say your piece, and I say my piece, and then it, you have this aha moment in the sense of, like, Oh, that's why you've been acting like this. Yeah. Um, that's why. So, you know, she she I understood why she was acting the way she was acting. She understood why I would react or why I acted the way I was acting. And 
you know, it opened up our eyes to a lot of things in the sense of like now in hindsight, I just thought, wow, like all these things could have been solved if we just, yeah. if we just sat down and talked, talked like yeah. we always had. And the thing is like, um, one of the main issues kind of stemmed from when, when I was pregnant and I kind of, um, Mike said something and I held the resentment throughout the whole pregnancy mm. onto uh, up to the point that we actually had the child yeah so basically I mean, with when first time pregnancies it's, it's, an, it's an adventure yeah it's new for everybody and emotions are high and flying yeah and, you know. so basically the counselors told us to go to this christian um christian um it's like a hot it's like a butlins for christian is it? it's not no it's it like a, a retreat retreat it was a treat like retreat. In a beautiful countryside yeah. beautiful house kind of just so we went to this retreat uh, um, Ash Burnham I'll definitely recommend it because you just zone out mm -hmm. if you're in the UK so we went to this retreat and we wrote down all of the things that we was holding against each other literally both sides both sides and we decided to just throw it away and start all over again and start all over again so they said they said write everything down and decide that you're not going to bring them up again literally so that's what we did so but that's that's us skipping a bit because we because we met because basically before that before us going to Ashburnham there was a major major um, event that happened in our relationship mm -hmm. so basically the major event was um Mike and I was planning to do a renewal that year Ashburnham was way before that no I'm talking about um, March because I know yeah, that Ashburnham was before that really it was yeah before that yeah okay well then okay wait wait i don't think it was because no no I, no it was it definitely really? was yeah yeah it definitely was okay well anyways so basically after the whole ashburnham situation then we we, we agreed that we we're going to renew our wedding we agreed vows that we was going to renew to our other. wedding vows because we felt like it was something that we needed to do in our relationship mm -hmm. so then we started to plan that and everything like that and at the time michael's family michael's parents were in nigeria um and i had told him several times you need to tell your family you need to tell your family he said no because what needs i to felt i need to tell them in person he felt like he needed to tell them from from past experience and knowing my knowing my parents is they don't they're never taken too well to being told big news over the phone um so, and so i just wanted to wait until they all they were back but they didn't come up for like three months yeah <laughs> and the thing is with uh, um with my family and my friends we're all casual we're very nonchalant mm. so i literally told every single one of my friends including my all my friends my family um that by the way we're doing renewing our vows you're gonna um, we're paying for literally everything all you need to do is cover your flights yeah. and that's it we're mm -hmm. paying for everything else so you're gonna have to just put like 200 quid aside mm -hmm. for flights and that's it so we told them literally november we told them in november yeah. the year before um, the year before and they were like cool so we told them that november and everyone everybody, started saving up. Everybody started saving up and putting the money aside. Mind you, I hadn't told anyone and on my side. Mike because... had not told anyone. Again, guys. and this this speaks to this speaks to family dynamics as well because everyone's family is different. In my family, there's there's it's formal. Uh, there's, there's, Very yeah, formal. there's a there's there's always been a sense of formality. Like yeah. you know, news is not news until you, you said it in person. Hence mm. why you know when we had to tell people were married we did it in person and mm. not you know send a letter or anything on the i phone. told my mom um, no actually no, I, told, we told I was taking, in person yeah in well. person i, I was we taking that person. weave <laughs> <laughs> we told her in person but yeah, yeah but in my fam it, it's it's it has to be in person that's the yeah. real, way we've always done it so i thought like this is such big news as well and um so you know that was you told your people in november mm. uh my parents didn't come back from Niger until what 
mid-January. But, but I didn't tell my mum that we were doing the renewal over, um, in person. Yeah, but this is this what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Family dynamics, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, because your family is very, we're very informal. casual. No, my my, fam- my family is very casual. Casual. Your family casual, is informal. Your same thing. Yeah, and informal, mine yeah. mine is very formal, formal in sense yeah. of like there's there's structures. There's they expect everything to be done in a certain way. Yeah, like, and that's the way we've always done it. And yeah. No one had a problem with it. It's just the yeah. way we've always done it, isn't yeah. it? It just happens that it it, it just yeah. So um, so they come back now. Yeah. And uh, so in this now they came back in March. No, they came back in January. Ja- no, because we because I remember. No, no, you're right. You're March. right. They came back. They came back early March. Yeah, because Ivan's birthday's not too far. And from we this. were planning to literally book the flights the and week the fan, after. Yeah, so we were planning to book flights. So I told them. Yeah. And um. Okay. No, you're, you is not the way. Okay. So basically, when we no, went, wait, let me, okay, let me yeah, finish. Yeah. So I told them. Yeah. I'm saying when I told them about about you know what we're doing okay, about the okay. after renewing the wind valves, mm. and um, their reaction was a bit cold in the sense of. Oh, um, I thought, you know, would be more involved kind of thing. And, you know, things happened in between whilst they were gone as well. That meant like the news kind of went beyond the news of the wedding went to members of my, of my mm-hmm. extended family that finally got back to them mm-hmm. that, you know, they were harboring a bit of, you know, mm. anger because they thought, you know, I've, we've, you know, went to go and tell everyone except for them and here's a little tidbit guys nobody was involved we had a wedding planner yeah. i wasn't even involved i just gave the wedding planner pictures and that was it we turned up we literally just turned literally. up we paid and turned up so this is this this again this is this is nigerian culture comes in so we tell i tell my my parents that um by the way what time is your shift 12 30 okay we're good yeah. um so um I told my parents that this is what's going to happen. We you know we're going to we're going to do a renewal of vows. Um, it's going to happen in Morocco. We plan everything. You just need to come for flight tickets. And at the time, they didn't really say anything. And this 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 was a this this now I'm seeing this was a very this was like a big um big exclamation mark in the sense of like something's about to happen here. Mm. Um. And so and again, uh, God forgive me because if I'm being honest with you guys, like I'm still kind of getting over the whole the anger of it all personally is something I'm personally dealing with. Um, but they, they, they seemed excited because I remember my uncle came around and they were like, Oh yeah, we're going to Morocco to do Michael and bless his wedding. It's going to be amazing. There's going to be this, going to be that, it's going to be this and that, but not knowing they weren't really happy. And, um, so, you know, we'll, we're, we're, we're now starting to organize numbers and we started to organize, you know, where people are going to sleep. We organized the hotel. And Blessing now calls my parents and like, oh, by the way, we need to, I need to clarify if, um, who's coming on your side. Like, uh, is, is, you know, is grandma from Nigeria coming? And my dad flipped his lid. And he just, you know, summoned us to the house. So, cut long story short, the whole week passed. We came to the house on a Sunday. And now my parents decided now this was the, this was the perfect occasion to unleash every, every true feeling they felt about my wife at this point in time. There, you know, said that you know she's rude, she's not mannered, um, she's, she's not this, she's that, enough. she's not traditional enough. They saw she's, that I didn't bring water for you. You when know, you she, to you, eat know you, jam. you don't know, you don't know. I mean, let's not get into too much detail, yeah. but you know, you, 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 you know, they're not there. She, they were essentially saying, this is not who we want for you. Mm-hmm. That's the way I read it, anyway. And um, things got really, really heated at the time. Freeze got very, very emotional. To the point that his dad nearly and, hit me. Yeah, so my dad, you know, lost his lid mm-hmm. and, you know, he thought that he would, you know, try to show hit. some form of power and get up and threaten my wife um, with, you know, 
again, as she said, she tried, she tried to hit them. But obviously that, that didn't happen and that would never have happened. Mike shielded me. That would never have happened. Um, so that situation kind of was there. We left that situation and obviously there was this weird lingering in the air now. And um, for the following week, following week came no, now. no, 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 you can't break, you can't, no, 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 no. So basically guys, so that night what happened is I ended up storming out of the house because Mike, you can't skip. That's the most important. Yeah, okay, this is go, the important go, part. Go, 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 say it, say it. I ended up storming out of the house because I felt like that that's not, it wasn't a safe environment for me. Mm. And Mike at the time didn't follow me and he stayed with Ivan, holding Ivan. So at this time, I was now furious at Mike, like what the hell? And I was, and I was about to go to visit, um, see, um, I was going to um, embark on, trying to find a way to get to my brothers even though I had left literally everything there because I just went I left the I left that situation I was like it's it's not safe mm. so um I don't I and then Mike called me literally after like an hour of me now being out of the house saying where are you and I was like oh it wasn't an hour it was no 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 okay but anyways yeah so basically um he then said where are you then he ended up meeting me Right, wait, wait, pause. In the car. Um, pause. So in between this time, so, okay, so there's two things happening at the same time here. So Blessing leaves leaves the house, right? And at this point in time, again, from my perspective, no one likes to be in a situation where his parents and his wife are in conflict. So me being me, and you know this of me, is I'll always try and be the solver. everyone else. Try to please everyone. everyone. Yeah. Like trying to be like your love rise and please mm. everybody, isn't mm-hmm. it? Um, but like at that point in time, I couldn't see the fact that this was actually like a dead situation. But because I have hope and because I'm, and I'm a natural optimist, I'm trying to diffuse the situation. So in my mind, bless this Lord's at the house. But in my mind, she's only outside calling off. Yeah. I had no idea she's like taking the bus and gone to the center Train. of town. Yeah. <laughs> Literally like, so I let her call off and I'll get to you, it may feel like an hour. To me, it was like five minutes. Yeah, maybe, maybe, it maybe hour. it was an hour. No it one, no one kept track of time. I did. Okay, <laughs> let's agree to disagree yeah. on that one. And so, um, so I call her. So I went outside to the car, and bless is not outside. I'm like, hold on a second, where she's gone. So I go back in the house, and mum, mum, dad. Wait, like, here's here's a tidbit. I was standing waiting for Mike for about ten minutes. Mm. I waited, thinking maybe he's going. He's packing away all the staff to come you know, so that mm. he can like bring his, no, whole, take his whole family. At, at this didn't. point in time, at this point in time, you're calling off in my mind. Yeah. You're calling off. And, and at the same time, he had to feed wait, 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 wait. And let me explain this one. And then you're, so in my mind, you're outside calling off and I'm now battling with my parents in the sense of like, mum, dad, why would you say something like that? We're kind of going to and fro in. Yeah. At the same time is Ivan's food time. And Ivan's like now crying cause he's hungry. So in my time, in my mind, okay, cool. Let me feel Ivan. In my because to me, you're cool enough. So I start to feel Ivan, and I realize actually, hold on, where's blessing? So I go outside to the mm. card now. Go outside to the car now, and she's not there. So I'm like, hold on a second, this is weird. So I come back in the house, mum, that where's blessing? I don't know where blessing is. So I call her. I call her now, and blessing is like in the middle of town. Like she's like a good half an hour away from the house. I'm like, where are you? You know. Then she says, you know, I'm. Let's just say I'm in the center of town. So cool. So after that, Ivan's finished his food, get in the car, go pick up Ivan. And it's a brutal, brutal journey home. And so basically 
we didn't probably we didn't speak properly after that for about a week and the reason why is because we were sending we weren't communicating vocally but we were sending messages through whatsapp and mike was blaming me at the time for provoking his father for nearly hitting me and at the time again so let also to justify this as well not not to justify what happened but again um and i said this at the beginning as well is that when you're trying to like mend things between wife and family like you're seeing the best and in my mind to me at the time is he was never going to hit you obviously again 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 let's just like let's not get into it so it doesn't get tense but i'm just saying like so at the point in time as long as i'm there he was not going to hit you he can talk he can and obviously you have every right to feel mm. threatened which is why you left the situation so at the the time his dad nearly did hit me and he so he was seeing the best in his father but he never saw the best in me at the time so hence why he's blaming his blaming me for provoking his father so wait so again we have to look at it from from objective eyes here right so a lot of things were happening that night and again i'm trying to see the best in everything okay so you know things were said back and forth which led to the situation happening and obviously i'm not justifying his actions because i have never justified his actions i feel like at the time what happened is mike was justifying it um we've obviously had discussions about this Mm. mike was justifying it and there was no he saw the positive in his family at the time and he didn't see the positive in me and when and that caused a big issue and i and then it led to me now sending an apology for nearly being hit to his family and his family still weren't accepting of that apology because in fact i because in fact that text message was was literally riddled with anger from my side because mm. I had nearly been hit. So it was kind of like an empty apology. And at the same time, I had everybody coming. I was tell I told every single person, by the way, Michael's family nearly hit Michael's dad nearly hit me. I told every single person. And then he's and then but instead of my family um, instead of like because I told my uncles, because I really I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I wanted my uncle to go and really fuck Michael's dad up. That's basically what I wanted. Um mm. but really what ended up happening is my uncle was like um traditionally let's stuff like that happens out. yeah and stuff like that let's sort things out let's try to be let's um traditionally stuff like that happens in the african home is it's common let's try to sort things out at least michael's not the one hitting you that was the way he was seeing it like at least michael's mm. not the one trying to hit you at least michael's not hitting you so let's not let's not be hasty because i was like no michael is not Michael is justifying everything. I'm leaving Michael. That's how I felt at the time because how I saw it was Michael was... You felt still, alone. I felt alone. And okay. and so at the time, I was like, I'm leaving Michael. And my uncle was like, no, Michael's not hitting you. Mike, you're not married to Michael's dad. Yeah. So so basically, he wanted to sort the situation out. And see, my, my, my uncle and my brother went to speak to his father. Okay, so clearly, everyone could pick up. It was a very, very yeah. angry time. Yeah. Everybody was fucking yeah. angry. Like, it was yeah. it was a brutal. And obviously, I wanted to mend things. But obviously, now, I'm, what I'm saying now, baby, is like, I could see it now in the mm. sense of like, it just, it, it wasn't going to get fixed. Mm. It's one of those things where yeah. you could have tried and I could have tried and whatever happened at the time, who, yeah. whatever side of the story you want to, you want to kind of say, it wasn't a good thing. Yeah. And, and what, all the build, all the, all the buildups and the back and forth that built up to that situation happening, it didn't, re, it didn't call for that situation to happen. Yeah. And, yeah? I, and as you, and as you already can tell is like, 
I shouldn't have been the one apologizing, really. I apologized for my, as in like... She apologized for I, her actions. For my actions. But to be honest, I shouldn't have been apologizing for because nearly it being shouldn't, hit. You shouldn't... The reason why... this. Let me say this now on, on actual like, live mm. as well, right? The reason why I feel you should never... You should not have been the one to apologize is because... They knew that they wait, were going to attack wait, me wait, that wait, day. wait, 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 wait. The reason why you shouldn't apologize because now... Again, I like again. You have to remember, people. I'm seeing this from new eyes. Okay, at the time, and I state again, at the time, I'm trying to make sure that my wife, my my fa- my parents again, are not not battling because no one wants to be in that situation. It's a horrible, horrible, hurtful situation to be in. Okay, so I'm seeing this with fresh eyes, and I, let, I'm going to get back to this point. But something happened the following week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this happened on the Sunday. The following Friday, I went to the house. Again, Michael B. Michael trying to repair things to happen. And long story short, my parents said, you know what? This was the real reason why they were annoyed. Aside from the fact that it was clear they didn't, they didn't, they didn't appreciate you. But also they wanted to somehow have a stronghold in the planning of the wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our marriage. Because Obviously, and I'm married yeah. because that's what Nigerian in Nigerian family traditionally like the you know it's there's mm. lots of like puppeting happening yeah. right, and um, they said that you know because because you guys are planning it the way you're you're planning it we're not going to turn up because and this is very typical because we're not gonna we we don't want people to be talking about us because basically they 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 were more concerned about other people's opinions than our wedding yeah okay so now the reason why you shouldn't have apologized. You shouldn't be the one to apologize because rather than them pulling me to the side and being frank and saying, you know, we're not comfortable with this. They use this opportunity to attack you, Mm. to try and then make you feel small and Mm. broken. Mm -hmm. So they feel they had control Mm -hmm. because in my, in their mind, if we break Michael's wife down, Michael will therefore submit to us and make her do anything we want her to do. And therefore we can control everything, control his life. Mm. That's how brutal it is, isn't yeah. it? So and the like, thing is, they, they never gave Mike any props. Like they said, bless, they said um, that I was um, influencing you. Again, this is, again, then this is, this is the whole, this is the whole poison of the situation is because, and it, and what I've discovered as well over the years, and as I, as I often tell people the story, is that it's very it's very common for like cultural to ethnic scape, families to, to have like scapegoat people to like well. you know if they don't like people you know they will they'll, they'll find they'll play scape- games. Yeah, there's play always games. games being played, isn't yeah. it? And that's that's a sad thing about it. there's always games played, and you know, sadly, games have led to many breaking downs of marriages, things yeah. like that. So, at this point in time. And I hope you don't mind me saying this. Mm. Blessing didn't take this too well. Obviously, like she was distraught. Mm-hmm. As you said again, she felt alone. Mm. And Blessing felt alone. Blessing felt, you know, very mentally broken at that, yeah. t- that point in time. Because and although, mind you, also we just had Ivan as well. Yeah. So, so there's the always men- that. The, the, there's, the, there's, there's always that. There's always that playing on our on our marriage. Mm. On top of that, myself, I deal with my own stresses in the sense of like oh, shit. Now, like my now my family's fighting, and I'm a fight with my family at home. Um, also work was tough and everything I guess I have a funny way of dealing with things as well so obviously at home in our house as in Blessing and Ice house it's, it's just been an inferno of like nobody gets along Yeah. so add, add what just happened onto that situation and it's just you know it's terrible and um, something happened that night I won't say on air because again I don't think Blessing is very comfortable with me saying but something that happened that night that made me realise things in a different light in the sense of 
things could have gone totally left to the point that I could have been alone, that, that um, you know, my children uh, or my child at the time could have been affected. I thought to myself, holy shit, like, nothing is more important than the wife that God gives to you to look after. And there's a scripture in the Bible because we're Christians, you know, as much as we drink and as much as we swear <laughs> with our alter egos, like we have strong belief in, in Jesus yeah. Christ. He knows our personal Lord and Savior. Yeah. Um, but there's a scripture in the Bible that says like, like um, husbands, um, I can't remember. Love this. your wife. Love like, your wife just like Christ loved the church, church. you know, and he laid and he down gave, his life. And he laid church. his life down. For and for the me, church. that scripture is so deep is because mm. at that point in time, just to go back as well, pause right here, go back into that night as well. My dad says something that really attacked me that also led to the whole bust up, right? He says that, um, by the way, um, I'll say this, from now on, blessing of Michael, I'm the head of this house. You'll spend Christmases here. And at that point in time, in my mind, my you know, you know, you, you know that sound effects where like records just stop mm. and scratches, and just thought, what did you mean by that? By and the way, guys, that's why he nearly hit me because I said, you're not no, the man. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not the father. You're not the head of the yeah, house. Yeah, you're not the man of my and house. He, he, <laughs> that's he why I said. He said. I said, you're not the man of my house. I, I said, I'm, I'm obviously thinking like, you know, if you want to look at Bible scripture, like, no, Dad, like, you're the head of your, your house. That's what I said. I said you're the house, you're the head of your house. But because Nigerians, Nigerians don't like stuff like that. Yeah, and and Nigerians don't want you because obviously that was me talking back. They don't like talking back, isn't it? But this is the funny thing: is also in that situation is it's not. It's not. This is not the first time we've had like intense conversation with my parents that we've had twos and throws. So why the fuck did that night have to be different? That's what I call myself. But anyways, let's not get to that anymore. So. I'd thought, I'd thought in that time, like, hold on a second, like, at that point in time, Michael, when all that attacking was happening, you should have put your foot down and said, that's enough. Mm. I don't, I don't care. I don't care what you feel. I don't care because you're emotional about a wedding. I don't care because you feel like, you know, she's not good enough for me, but this has to stop now, mm. babe, pack the bag. Let's go. Mm. I should have taken you out of that situation mm -hmm. because my duty was to protect you. Mm. Despite they were my parents and despite I could have respected them, but the fact that they decided that was the occasion to, to spoil a beautiful moment as well, the fact mm. that we're going to renew our vows and for mm. them to try and poison it with, mm. with in, my, in my opinion, just them throwing their toys out of the pram mm -hmm. and now try and poison such a good situation with the fact that you're all these things and you're not good enough. Mm -hmm. I should have taken that situation. Mm. And it hit me, the fact that Holy shit, like, when God says, like, lay your life down as for your wife as Christ did the church, it's deep mm. in the sense of, like, it's not. This is nothing to do with parents. Mm. It's nothing to do even with children, if you want to think about it. Mm. It's nothing to do with work, nothing to do with career. This is, like, my God-given command, mm. my God-given duty to mm. protect my mm. wife, no matter what. Mm. No matter if your parents who gave birth from you, if your mother who pushed you out her own vagina... Mm. Like, it, no matter what, if your wife is in danger, if your wife feels she's been, she feels threatened, if your wife has been attacked, if your wife is in any form of negativity, is my duty mm. as husband to take her out. Mm. And I failed that night. Mm. They said, this is, this is where obviously the dent in our marriage happened because I failed that night. Mm. Rather than me trying to please everybody and trying to fix everything, my eyes should have been on, hold on a second, 
my wife, who I'm actually going to go back home with tonight, mm. who, you know, who, who carried my child, mm. who I'm going to live the rest of my life with long after my parents are gone. Mm. I need to protect her because anything happens to her. That's me fucked. Mm. That's me have to... They've got a, each other. Huh? They've got each other. They've got each other. Yeah. I, uh, their life will go on. Is yeah. their life not going on? Yeah. Their life will go on. Yeah. I'll go on. My life will be fucked. Yeah. I would have, you know, and, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. And at that point in time, blessing I thought, you know what? Let's cut everybody off. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> so, Fuck the world. Yeah. And you know, and God knows, again, we, even knowing that realization, this is, this is like the flaw of human beings. Yeah. I even still tried to right. repair things with my parents. Mm-hmm. I tried to get them to come to Morocco, but because like, we always prayed as well, like we God, God, like make sure the right people are there. Whoever needs to be at that wedding will be at the wedding. And mm-hmm. funny enough, there were people who paid for tickets who didn't, didn't come, come to the wedding, which was funny. Which was which was interesting in yeah, itself, isn't it? Because we kept because we actually did a prayer and fasting session. We like we 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 seriously prayed because for us to other people this is like you know this is this nothing just, event, but to us to think that our relationship has suffered trauma. trauma. We've gone to the point of you know mental destruction of physical. Yeah. Better burden on our marriage and things. So for other people, this is a really nice event. You know, oh, these a guys holiday. are glamorous. This is a holiday. They've booked out. A, we got the annex. <laughs> you know, we've we've you know we've but, gone to Morocco. We bought out this whole barn and this whole <laughs> hotel, and we're living life. That's all nice, but really, the real meaning of it was the fact that do you know what, babe? It's me. I and failed you. as a husband. Mm. Is you and I against the world? Yeah. I'm going to renew my vows to you to let you know. And to to reassure my promises to you that I am I am your number one. Yeah. And you're my number one yeah. for the rest of our lives. I couldn't care less who comes in between us. Yeah. And as a result, my parents and my family, my siblings, nobody showed up. Nobody yeah. from my side yeah. showed up to my wedding. And yeah. do you know what? On that day, I didn't feel hurt. Mm. This is the funny thing. I didn't feel hurt. I didn't feel angry. I didn't feel sad mm. because I was content in the sense of like, do you know what? It wasn't meant to be. Mm. And on top of that, I know within myself, I tried my uttermost best to mm-hmm. try and to, to make peace, but they didn't want it. Mm-hmm. And up to today, people I haven't spoken to my parents because... And it's been a year. It's, been, a year. it's been over a year because yeah. I know now how they truly feel mm. about not just my wife, but about me. Yeah. The fact is, no matter what happens, you never want to miss your child's wedding, right? Yeah. And my, my campaign at the time was, come to Morocco, let's renew this. Thing. Even let's though just... I didn't want them there, seeing as he of actually nearly hit me. Of course, no one wants them there. But in my mind, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful there can be forgiveness, there can be healing. Mm. But no, it wasn't meant to be. Mm. And then that and that was it. Mm. And what? so what I was saying is, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, so it's sometime... blessing and I... Yeah. against the world yeah so i feel like there's times when you know sometimes you just have to choose you, you have to have, choose you, have, you to have to choose, choose. And, and you know it's hard because mm. many people will be listening to this and think oh that's a really deep situation mm. like your parents and i can only imagine this life god forbid with every fiber in my being that mm. we ever become those parents that hate our daughter in law you know do you know what i mean or our son-in-law if god gives us a daughter mm. um but i can only imagine like i can't imagine for a second no matter what ivan and i or matthias and i are going through i can't imagine not talking to i them. can't imagine not talking to them and i can't imagine not like they've never, they haven't imagine... they haven't they, they haven't seen ivan for over a year they didn't they haven't met matthias i can't i can't imagine not i can't imagine that relationship breaking yeah. down and me being okay with it yeah 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like my mum, she literally begs. My mum. So this is the difference. And I keep telling blessing this, and I'm sure like many African people who are listening to this will definitely like side with me on this one. That your mother who does shit and apologizes for it afterwards, it's a rarity. It's rare. So my parents have done mad shit. Like my mum would say something crazy and I'll be like, Mum. You need to you need to really fix up because honestly I will not talk to you. And mom like princess, I'm sorry. But this is the difference. In a typical Nigerian home, they're like, "What did I see? Yeah, what did I see? Yeah. So, it's, so you're upset because of that. Yeah. And then before you know it, it's been ten years I was working. Yeah. That's very common. But yeah. your mother is she, a rarity. She she would so there, there are times beg. where there are times where like blesses mom will kind of like you know show up unannounced, kind yeah. of you know try and like fight her way. And I'm, I keep telling her, listen. Unlike your situation, unlike your, unlike my parents, your mother actually apologizes. Had my parents haven't showed up, to my mum, she literally says, "Princess, I need you. I need you. I need but you and Michael. I need this you and my grandchildren." And she'll rarity. come and she'll wash my. She'll like she'll she, because she I'm cleans, not she's domestic. An amazing cleaner, she'll, she'll clean. Like, <laughs> she'll clean the bathroom. Like she'll clean the bathroom, man. We thought it was clean, man. <laughs> when blesses mum handles it, shit, man. Anyways, what I'm saying is, it's a rarity, isn't it? Yeah. And it, I guess, as life has gone on, it just makes you. It makes you appreciate, like our small unit like mm. i appreciate it now for sure like i'm very i'm very very cautious like who you bring I, in as well huh you're really cautious of who comes into this i'm i'm so conscious because i i now have to protect my wife and yeah. i need to protect her mental state mm. i need to protect my my children i need yeah. to make sure like they're not in any in any scenario so i'm very wary of everyone yeah. who comes in i am i have to trust you and yeah. i've got because i'm bringing you into my into my circle yeah and after that night and after that night, I could have lost you, babes. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I don't, and I don't know how I would have coped yeah. in life. Yeah. But you know, we thank God that mm-hmm. it got worked out. And again, it's, this all boils down to our communication because mm. it was even us communicating that got us to that point yeah. where we just thought, "Fuck everybody else." Yeah. And we, yeah, I feel like that's made our relationship stronger. We've yeah. had, we've been happier. And the thing is, it's like if we feel like anything, it's it's also made it's also also made little arguments seem like nothing as well mm. because of what we've really experienced. Yeah. But yeah, but guys, that that's really it. That's, yeah. That's the yeah. That's yeah. the. Um, I feel like that's why you might think, wow, these guys seem like you know they're they're best friends and mm. whatever. And I feel like it's because we've been through so much. We've yeah. been through literally. Helen back. Helen back. And now we're boys. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Whoa, that was deep. Yeah, that was deep. <laughs> but guys, on a lighter note, things are nice. We've got a beautiful newborn as yes. well. Matthias, who you hear in the background on on, on, on occasions. Yeah. And, you know, we're just blessed. We're ble- very blessed and very grateful that we've got each other and we've got a beautiful family. And we have, we have a good time. We make sure that, you know having a good time is important so yeah. we, we record this podcast and yeah you hear us effing <laughs> and bladen and all that stuff but you know this is like it's 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 important for us yeah. to have this this podcast is not just you know for us to kind of talk to whoever whoever decides to listen but yeah. it's it's kind of therapy for us because yeah. you know we're, we're dealing with the kids all day you know she, blessings are out working i'm in yeah. the office and that's that yeah. we're all out working and we have all the stresses but then sometimes we can just get the camera we'll get the microphone and just have a conversation about nothing yeah and sometimes having a conversation about nothing is just the perfect way like, to like zone out it's just the zone out and just mm. like forget the world and forget all the bad shit that's happening and yeah. just even to an extent you know we love our children but forget our children for a second <laughs> because you yeah. know they take over everything yeah literally. You know what I mean? yeah so we just you know just us we crack open a bottle of something strong yeah 
or cocktail as in his own name and that as yeah. you know, someone say in the <laughs> intro um, and just have a good time but I yeah. feel like the lesson from this all is that in life we've just learned to enjoy each other yeah learn to enjoy enjoy feel, each other because... I feel like over the over the definitely over the past year I've enjoyed you more than I have you know over all the years yeah I feel like I've I've we've grown as a human being. Yeah, and we we've grown we've grown as um, human beings, and we've learned that we don't have to please everyone. No, you and you cannot please. You can't everybody. please everyone. It's impossible. Yeah, it's impossible. So, times when you have to choose, you know, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. We we're living our lives. We're happy. Yeah. So, guys, um, I'm still I'm still on this. I'm I'm transitioning to us ending. <laughs> I'm um, on we this are in the outro. Yeah, Can't I'm you know the music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the process of getting snatched. So follow me on Instagram at Blessing Platinum. Mm. So you should know how to spell my name by now. It's B L E S S for sugar, I for indigo, N for November, G for grumpy pants, <laughs> <laughs> which you are sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Platinum as in the metal, and um, Mike. Yep, if you want to follow me, you can find me on Instagram at Michael Williams London. Literally, Instagram is the only platform I'm actually active on, so there's yeah. no point giving my other handles. Yeah, um, and you can follow the boys on um, Instagram as well. Um, we need to be a bit more active on Ivan's page, but it's Master... Do you know why? Because Ivan still looks the same. Yeah, he does, but we should still take pictures of him anyway. Mm. Master IVW, so that's I-V-Y-W, and Master Tinny W, so that's T-I-N-I-W. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, and um, yeah, if you want to send us an email, yes, again, send us your content ideas, your issues you'd like us to talk about, yeah, um, or issues you're going through. <laughs> um, send up to the PCH, so it's the as in T H E um, PCH for Parent Cocktail Hour at protonmail.com. Yeah, and or you can send us a message um, on um, well at platinum williams our joint instagram account yeah, joint which instagram. we actually need to start being active on. yeah so platinum maybe we should just turn that into like into um this podcast instagram account i guess yeah platinum williams and that's the instagram so you can drop into um you can um slip you can into slip DMs. into dms <laughs> i told you guys don't slip into my husband's dms in it and don't slip into my wife's dms still <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but you can um slip into the dms at the at platinum williams mm. um instagram yeah but yeah guys it's been great talking to you bombshell. nice therapy session i think we need another drink but yeah. um yeah yeah should we go yeah cool let's okay. go make love <laughs> bye ciao